Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Listener, here we are again. I wish I could say that here was somewhere far, far away where problems don't exist. Possibly in a land where human and zombie get to live freely without the restraints of trunks. Learning cool things about each other and definitely not falling asleep during the opening monologue of a good story. I mean, seriously, I'm still not over it. Okay, okay. Instead, we're actually in the trunk again. And getting ripped off for story time is probably the least important worry on a quickly growing list. No, growing is not the right word. It's more like escalating. The situation is definitely escalating. Exhibit 1, our escape from Richter wasn't all that great. I mean, A for effort. Or, well, probably more like B-. minus. In the wild world of wasteland chases, it was... Well, kind of mediocre at best. Not Mad Max-worthy, that's for sure. Less Fury Road and way more like Frustrated Road or Roadblocked Road. Um, Callie swearing way too much about her rotten luck? Road? Honestly, Hannah, can you even manage to say road anymore during this monologue? This really isn't the best way to open up, and there isn't a quota, so... Okay, I know, I know, I'm just stalling now. Which is easier than dealing with what's been going on outside of this awful trunk! (sighs) Avoidance has always kind of been a problem for me. Goodness knows I've got my share of issues, which we could also say is escalating. (sighs) Just in case you might be thinking that maybe being dead solves, well, basically any problems you might have in the mental department, boy, do I have some news for you. Say hello to our old friend, Anxiety. Trust me, we still hang out a lot. 
You know, sometimes I really miss a good old therapy session. 150 years is a long time to go in between visits, and I feel like we've probably racked up just a smidge of trauma to unpack, and we're not out of the woods yet either. If this little situation with Richter and his goons goes the way I think it's going to, well, it'll be years until I get over this. Wow, that really is best case scenario, isn't it? We are clearly living in some shade of the darkest timeline. All right, enough. Snap back to reality, Hannah. Time to focus. What I meant to say before I intentionally distracted myself was that obviously this isn't the first time that Richter has chased down a runaway. And try as Callie might, every time she veered off course to get away, well, one of his stupid, stupid losers was there. Blocking the road and even giving chase. It's not as if you can take all that many risks in a car that's one bad bump away from falling apart. A stunt car the Jetta is not. Like, at all. In retrospect, it was actually pretty obvious that we were being herded, because before we knew it, we'd run over some kind of trap and then BAM! Our drive shaft was torn out in the road ten feet back from where we were grinding to a rough and sudden stop, courtesy of a pretty inconveniently placed tree. So, after gathering around for a big annoying laugh amongst themselves while Callie hurtled some colorful and honestly pretty creative insults back their way, well, that kind of brings you up to date on what you missed while you were gone. How this is gonna go is anyone's guess, listener. Why don't you go ahead and take a walk? All of you. You sure, boss? Never been so sure of anything in my life. Go on now. I've got some personal business to go over with this little rabbit here. Pay no mind of the screaming. I'll, um... I'll go with him too, if that's alright, Mr. Richter. No, no, no. Not you, Jameson. I want you to stay right where you are. You're part of this. I mean, if you look at it in a roundabout sort of way. If it wasn't for that awful little stunt she pulled on us, well, you wouldn't be wearing that bandage on your face. I wouldn't have had to go and teach you that lesson with the coals. Surely you want some justice out of this as much as I do. Do not even tell me I'm seriously over here listening to you gaslight that guy into blaming whatever fucked up thing you did to him on me. Gaslighting? <laughs> what, that one of them big brain Goldgate terms? <laughs> Figures. You know, I heard they never really liked California none. Even so far back as the old world. Not all that hard to understand why. You've been a right pain in my ass. One that only gets worse the longer you ignore it. Yeah? Well, we could always just agree to get out of each other's way then, right? Mm -mm -mm. I'm afraid it's far too late for that now. Yeah? Why'd you send your men away, Richter? Scared to let them watch me kick your ass a second time? Or is it that maybe you don't want them to see what's in the trunk just yet? Still figuring out how you want to sell this one to them? <laughs> Clever girl. Smart as a whip, ain't she, Jameson? What? What's so smart about a whip, Mr. Richter? Oh, Christ's sake, Jameson. A whip. Smart. When it hits you... Why don't I have to spell every goddamn thing out for you, boy? Shit! Hey, Jameson! You know you don't have to put up with that guy's shit, right? Of course he does! I'm the boss! Besides, the boy's like a son to me ever since his old man died. I took him in. Gave him a place in the world. He wouldn't know what to do without me telling him how to do it. One day, God willing, I'll beat enough sense into him that he'll harden up some. Enough to take my place. 
Anything stopping that day from being today? Because that'd be really great. Wouldn't say that's likely to happen. I mean, go on and look at him. Boy's soft. He's more afraid of what's about to happen than either you or me. Now, let's go ahead and stop being around the bush. I'm gonna make you a very, very limited time offer. Let's say you surrender that car and everything it contains without a fuss. And in return, I make sure things are quick for you. Painless. Elsewise, we do things the other way. The hard way. Yeah? Well, have I introduced you to my deep woods off yet? It's a zombie repellent, but I'm betting it works just fine on assholes, too. <laughs> Is that so? And you reckon you'll get a killing shot on me with that little pistol before I charge on through and bash your fucking head in on the hood of that car of yours? <laughs> and here I thought I was funny. <laughs> You're a goddamn comedian, girl. Will you just fucking try it? And we'll see how funny getting shot is. <laughs> Ain't that just the most adorable thing you've ever seen, Jameson? Look how she's holding that gun. Ever see someone shake so much? Where's that feisty little bitch who had the balls to kick me in the face when I was down on the ground? Who's talking all that manner of shit to me? Where's she now? I don't get it! What do you want with me?! Why are you dragging this out?! I mean, isn't it obvious? I'm having a blast here! This is the most fun I've had in years, so excuse me while I take some time to savor this precious fucking moment. Hell, if we're being honest, I respect the fuck out of you. You gave me a hell of a little chase back there. Have plenty of time to think about it, too, over these last few days, about how I'm going to enjoy this very, very much. I've got big plans for your little zombie friend, too. You see, I'm gonna cut off her arms and legs. Then we're gonna take her out on a tour of this great nation of ours. We're gonna hop from county to county, creating little zombie problems me and my boys can clean up. For the right price, of course. Our little money-making torso with teeth. <laughs> That's the kind of fun that ain't ever gonna stop. You hear me? I ain't ever gonna stop! You're a monster. A real fucking monster. Yeah, well, it's a monstrous world, ain't it? I suppose it's time to get to work, then. I think we'll leave the Z in the trunk for the time being. Hook this shit wagon up for a tow. I, I don't know, Mr. Richter. Can't we just, I mean, making more zombies? 
I don't see how that's a great idea. What if things get out of control, you know? That's what we're for. Didn't you listen to a damn thing I just said? We'll be there to put them down and collect on the problem. I did. I mean, I heard. It's just, I'm not... I'm not giving you these keys, Richter. <laughs> oh, you stupid little shit. Give me the goddamn keys, or I'll beat them the fuck out of you! Oh, shit. Oh, shit is right. You know, this is probably the first time Zombie Me and I have ever agreed on a meal together. Or at least on the meal plan. It's usually me wanting a spring roll or Italian, and her wanting a whole human carcass. Admittedly, it's all around pretty gross, and thankfully, we don't share any taste buds, but if I had to guess, well, this particular meal probably tastes a lot like justice. I mean, you heard him, right? He was gonna cut off our arms and legs and make us make new zombies! Not a fan of that one at all. Oh, and go Jameson, right? Standing up to his abuser to save the day? I mean, what's not to love about how this turned out? For what it's worth, I'm big proud of you. And despite what this human hamburger told you, I think you're gonna do just fine out there. We... we have to get out of here, lady. The others... Uh, well, they can't track worth a damn, so if we get a head start, I mean, if you're willing to give me a lift to the next settlement, that is, well, I can get by from there. She's just... really going for it, isn't she? Just... digging in there. <sighs> yeah, yeah. Uh, um, do, do you think we should do something? Like, try to stop her, or... Yeah, I, I think we might just... I'm gonna let her just... <laughs> I can't believe I'm about to say this, but here it is. Let's just let her enjoy herself for a minute. Uh, unless you want to be the one who pulls her off of him, and then, I mean, you be my guest. No, no, I'm good. I'm... I'm good. That's... Yeah. Um, I take it you're planning on doing some upgrading? What, what do you mean? What I'm saying is, well, that car wasn't ever gonna get you to where you needed to go. It was all part of his scam. You weren't never gonna get away. Well, not really. Huh. I think I'm picking up what you're putting down. I mean, there's a, there's a perfectly good truck right there, right? Mm-hmm. Got a fuel drum in the back, too. Reckon that'd get you to the west coast, even. Well, as long as you tie that zombie up, because the bed's open air. I think... I, I think we'll risk it. Call me crazy, but I don't think she's gonna try to get away now. We're kind of in this together. You're right. That does sound crazy, ma'am. Just as long as she don't go biting me, I suppose I don't have much of a say. So, how's about it? You take me on as far as the next settlement, and I can show you the trick to getting Richter's truck started without getting yourself dead? <laughs> You've got yourself a deal, little man. <laughs> Shake on it. All right. <coughs> Put her here. Gross. But, okay. Okay. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Scouting log 16-7-21-82. It's funny how things work out sometimes, you know? It's a beautiful day to be on the road. Interstate 80 is, with the exception of a detour here and there, pretty much a straight shot home. The sun is shining, the windows are rolled down. And the shit that happened back there with Richter. Well, it feels like waking up from a nightmare. Realizing it can't hurt you anymore. Oh, his ex-stooge, Jameson, sleeping in the front seat and... Oh no! Looks like it's the first time he's actually rested in his whole life. All the worry lines in his face are gone and he's just... A kid. It's not like I'm old enough to be calling anyone kid or anything, but he can't be any more than 18 or so. <laughs> we'll be letting him out at the Des Moines reclamation site. I think the DMRS will suit him. Lots of work to go around for someone who isn't too headstrong. Not my favorite place, but different strokes, right? Fuck. <sighs> it feels so good to be back on the road. I think Zombie Girl agrees. And Hunch was right about not needing to lock her up. Do you think she feels this too? The sense of freedom? Or maybe just the detention finally being gone? <laughs> you tell me. Right now she's sitting up on her knees, hands gripped to the lip of the truck bed like a dog or something, enjoying the simple feeling of the wind in her hair as the world slides by. <laughs> I mean, the, the dried blood she's covered in is disconcerting, but, but let's be real for a minute. If it wasn't for her, this zombie, then we'd all be dead. I can't shake it. This feeling that if I could proverbially pry her head open and flip her upside down, more would spill out of there than maybe we'd expect or even bargain for. And that reaction to the comic was one thing, right? I could have been reflexive or something, but she went right for the threat when that trunk popped. Like, she fucking hated that guy as much as the rest of us and had just been waiting. She straight out saved us, and I don't think that was an accident. Which also probably means that her killing that robot when we first met wasn't an accident either. Is this how the strain evolves? Do we get to come full circle? Was the zombie plague just a reset button for all this civilized bravado and, and then just bullshit? Our collective bullshit? Oh, man. What a long, strange ride we're on. Your owner zombie. Which, actually, I'm becoming a little less comfortable with. I keep comparing her to a, like a dog or a pet or something, and, and that's just not it, is it? I guess... I think there is absolutely no coming back from this kind of acknowledgement. But 
think this zombie is my friend. <laughs> so, whoever you were, and most importantly, whoever you are now, thanks, friend. An Apocalypse has been brought to you by Red Fathom Entertainment and stars Amanda Hufford as Hannah, Will Hanford as Jameson, Jordan Rudolph as Mel, Tom Schock as Richter, and Abigail Turner as Callie. This episode was written and sound designed by Damien Sidlow, with sensitivity reading and editing by Max Shepard. We'd love it if you'd stop by and show us some love with maybe a follow on socials. You can find us on Twitter at Hanapocticle. And now on Instagram for the first time as Red Fathom Ent. If you like what you hear so far and would like to support the show, as well as other future productions like it, you can be one of the first to do so by visiting Red Fathom over on Patreon. Patreon is, of course, a service that allows you to pitch a few bucks to us monthly to help keep this show going. Every dollar goes to paying our talent and improving the show, helping us bring stories like this one out from post-apocalyptia and straight into your ear holes. Enough of that, though. Until next time, listener. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Space Podity. An actual play D&D Spelljammer podcast. In Space Podity, four adventurers visit the worlds and vex the GMs of other actual play shows. Keep listening for a sneak peek and please subscribe so you don't miss the first episodes set in the campaign of the long-running Dungeons & Dragons podcast. Acting Captain's Log. We've crashed our flying birdbath mansion. Long story. The party of groundling adventurers on board is kind and heroic but untrusting and is staring at me. It consists of a traumatized minotaur. You you want to see traumatized? A spooky Asimar child. I'm an adult An adult Asimar child, whom I suspect to be enthralled by a hidden power, and the most headstrong elf I have ever met, and that includes Rascal Gar, the cataclysmically reckless from the former Rajanon Zed. Sounds fun. Also, the mansion's kitchens are out of ale. How am I going to function? Space Podity. Find us wherever your podcasts are.